Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Professor Sean Maloney spent time on the ground during the fighting in Afghanistan, and he wrote books like Enduring the Freedom, a rogue historian in Afghanistan, wrote about nuclear weapons in the American Doomsday Machine, 1945 to 1960. Also about Canada's engagement with nuclear weapons during the Cold War in his book, Learning to Love the Bomb, Canada's Nuclear Weapons During the Cold War. Professor Maloney is a professor of history at the Royal Military College. He served as historical advisor to the Chief of Land Staff during the war in Afghanistan. Professor Maloney, thank you very much for coming on the program. Based on your first-hand knowledge of warfare and your perspective as a war historian and someone who's very familiar with Ukraine, how would you describe what's going on in Ukraine right now? I'd start with, with horrific. I'd follow that up with illegal. Uh, I just, I, I could use so many words. It's, unbe- it's unbelievable what we're seeing here. It's off the scales. This is, this is, uh, we, we, we're dealing, we were dealing with low intensity conflict in Afghanistan. We're now looking at high intensity warfare here. And it's the carnage it's generating, the damage it's generating in such a short period. We're dealing with basically Second World War levels of violence. We, we've spoken with um, two members of parliament from Ukraine and a former ambassador of Ukraine to uh, to Austria. And you can hear it in their voices. I mean, I, I've done 100,000 interviews, and so I hear people's voices. I know what's going on with you right now. I can f- hear it in your voice. It, it, I'm, I'm, watching never thought my, I'm watching places my wife and I walked get hit with ballistic and cruise missiles. Yeah. And then yeah. the hundreds of people we've met there, we're out of contact with, and um, and we're watching this in practically practically in real time on uh, social media. I mean, it's, it's, it's unreal, uh, isn't it? It's really unreal to consider that in 2022 this could happen. Well, I could easily address that. Um, and I'm not the first to deal with this. There are other people that know this even better than I do, like Tim Snyder. Sean Walker and Applebaum, who have extensively warned people for the past eight years that something like this was going to happen. Um, the unwillingness of us to accept the fact that there is a really evil guy in the Kremlin yeah. that has malevolent intent and a malevolent ideology and malevolent objectives. The, the unwillingness to accept that is extremely reminiscent of, of the 30s. Um, yeah. And I normally don't talk about history repeating itself, it rhymes. Uh, but we're, we're, we've been living through this for the past eight years. We saw the incremental tactics. We saw the radicalization of youth. Like I literally just watched in Russian yesterday uh, a, uh, a young person's choir singing about they were the wave of the future and they want to take back Alaska. All right. Now, we may laugh at that. It sounds absurd to us, and it is on one level, but it's not to them. And we do not understand collectively as Canadians what's going on. We People here do not want to accept that this is what's happening, and to the point where they're making excuses for the Russians, which is mind-boggling, given the evidence. Yeah, I've seen emails like that. Um, When you look at what's happening now, and if we project forward, what has to happen? What has to happen now to stop this? This, this guy, because, you know, we keep hearing the Western politicians talk about, well, we can't risk war, we can't do this, we can't do that. What do you say needs to be done? 
given the central place of Vladimir Putin in that apparatus, it only stops when he's dead. And nobody wants to discuss that. Nobody wants, people are afraid to discuss it. But this doesn't stop. It maybe goes into abeyance again if they temporarily negotiate a truce or, or some kind of temporary agreement. But it will start up again in some form. And they're adept at that. We've watched them adapt to that. And we've watched their uh, hybrid methodology employed and the, the watching the outpouring of, of uh, deception and Maskarovka and all of that. I mean, it will keep on going in one form or another until he's no longer in the picture. Now, I don't know how that's going to happen. I can't predict that. I'm an historian. I look backwards usually. Um, but this, in my view, this isn't going to stop until he's no longer in power. Historically, then, is it likely, again, based on history and precedent, is it likely that someone, a group within the power structure in, in Russia is going to say, no, no, we have to stop this guy ourselves? Oh, it's, there's definite historical precedent for it. But it's, it's going to be a question of are there ethical, brave people within a, a country that's built on lie after lie after lie? At what point is somebody going to realize the truth of what's going on and take the appropriate action? Uh, I, again, this, there are layers upon layers of security. The FSB was raided by another uh, intelligence department the other day for possibly uh, going against the, the wishes of the central government. Will the army do it? Difficult to predict. Um, but at some point, perhaps somebody is going to have to step up and say, this can't continue. Now, whether they're going to be able to do that in time before there's more destruction, more death, um, we can't predict that. I have about a minute. Does Russia's invasion of Ukraine complicate other issues globally, potentially India, Pakistan? Both those countries have the bomb, and they're, they're not happy with each other. And they haven't been for years since, well, since Pakistan became a nation. Well, I, I can't speak to the Indo-Pak nuclear standoff, but what I can tell you is what's happening now is going to have a dramatic impact on grain prices. It will have an impact on food. We're seeing an impact on gas and oil, which has already been problematic for the past couple of years. We're looking at a completely new uh, economic order in addition to the political order. And, can and Canadians are going to have to figure out how, what we're going to do about that, how we're going to react to it, how we're going to adapt to it, because things are not going back to the way they were before. It's just not going to happen. And again, I, a lot of people do not want to hear that. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.